Welcome to Lady T Speaks Podcast. I'm your host, Tamika, bringing you stories of triumph and inspiration. Today's guest is City Councilman of Jackson, Mississippi. He is also running for the House of Representatives, District 66. Please welcome the talented DeKeither Stamps. Hi, sir. How are you? We appreciate the opportunity to come today. Absolutely. And I appreciate you for being on the show today. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I'm doing an election special and I wanted to seek out government officials. I know people are discouraged from the voting process. People don't like the candidates. Some do, some don't. So I'm just interested to know from your perspective, being in a governmental office, tell us what are your thoughts about current presidency. You don't have to share who you voted for. That's totally up to you. But, you know, your thoughts about the candidates and why it's important for people to vote. Well, at this juncture in our life, uh, especially America and more specifically Black America, you know, there have been three places that have really led to our progress in enduring this country's struggle. First place is handling your business at the altar. Second place is at the ballot box and third place is in the courtroom. And we can't step away from either three of those places in that continuum of struggle and progress that we've been on here in America just because we don't like somebody or don't like something. At one point, there were slaves who didn't like somebody and something in their situation and environment and conditions and treatment and all that. But they didn't give up. It's incumbent on us to stand up to our responsibility in this moment just because we may be uncomfortable or don't like something or somebody does not mean we sit at home and do nothing. Doing nothing is not an answer, not an option, not for those who want to continue to progress forward and move things forward. Uh, So for me, I have to step forward because we have to do something to continue to get something. Doing nothing puts us in a situation where we get nothing. We have other ethnic groups that are succeeding at a higher degree than Black America is. We have other ethnic groups that are becoming more economically prosperous, socially prosperous, raising children, building businesses, and employing their own people. So it's incumbent on us not to exit the process, but to engage the process to a higher degree so we can get the things necessary that we need to move our community forward. And it's so poignant. And it also seems to be a point that you like to emphasize a lot. As I have checked you out and checked your Facebook page out, you also have a radio show. We'll talk about that in a minute. But it looks like you number a lot of things that are important to you. And what you do repeatedly to do nothing is to absolutely, you know, get nothing. And you say that. So I appreciate that. Yeah, doing nothing is not an answer. That's right. Not for our present condition. Okay, great deal. So moving on to who is Mr. DeKeither Stamps? Like, who is he? This wonderfully polished gentleman. You are a city councilman and you're also running for the House of Representatives in in a District 66 in Jackson. So tell us, you know, about your humble beginnings, where you got your start and your rise to the office that you're currently in. Well, you're right. We're going to be here for a minute. Okay, now. <laughs> because uh, my life has been a continuum of struggle and progress. And I've enjoyed every minute of this wild ride called the life of the Keith Stamps. I was born right here in, in Jackson, Mississippi. 
And I was raised kind of all over central Mississippi, primarily in the learned community, which is a small town, you know, population is 108. We have small town values and big city dreams. There you go. And, um, and uh, we grew up in a little small area. And when you learn about life, you learn about, you know, family and, and traditions and, and all those things. So growing up, you know, between the big city and a small town, or what we consider a big city in Mississippi, is our largest you know, population city and one of our smallest. So we have a balance of, of upbringing. I'm growing up farming. You know, my family still farms today. When I graduated high school, I went to the Marine Corps and I uh, traveled around the world. Uh, my first duty station was in D.C. I did plenty of President Bush. I didn't know that growing up in a cornfield meant that you could pass a security clearance with ease. So we traveled in that process, learned a whole lot. You know, you don't get to talk a lot, but you get to be a fly on the wall in an area that is totally different than where I came from. I, was, I left Mississippi. And, you know, a few months later, I'm in D.C. and back and forth traveling around with the president. And I was able to see a whole different lifestyle that was different from the lifestyle I came from. And that opened my eyes up a lot. Uh, I did that for about four years. Uh, I left there. I started doing embassy security. I went to uh, lived in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania and Nairobi, Kenya, London, England and Geneva, Switzerland. And I lived there for a couple of years. I did that for four, four, about four years. And came back to America. I was really tired, got out of the Marine Corps. Then Iraq started in 2003. A lot of my friends were going to Iraq and I pondered it over and over again. And after about hmm, probably about a year, maybe two years, I pondered, I signed back up into the military, uh, joined the army and I went to Iraq, did a few tours there, came on back and I wound up getting hurt and I got a medical retirement. Came back home, a little disgruntled by the current progress or lack thereof progress in my hometown, in my state. And I decided to step forward and um, go into public service. Ran for city council and in the last seven years of my life has been a uh, joy. I learned a lot about myself, a lot about government. And now I'm running for House of Representatives District 66 here in Mississippi. And the election is on September 22nd. And we asked some folks to come out and support us. Along the way, I've been blessed to have wonderful children. I've got three beautiful little girls, and I've got four other children I've looped in over the years. And I, they may not be biologically mine, but I loop them in. i got a son in the Navy right now, a daughter in the Air Force, another daughter in college, and i got a few more to get out to shoot, and they're going to be ready to go take the world by storm. That's my life. I came back and I got, I got married a few years ago, so I'm just living life and trying to do the best we can to serve our community. What a wonderful story. And I love that you came from such humble beginnings. The cornfield, you know, that's pretty humble right there. So, but to have all those amazing experiences and be able to travel and do things that the average person doesn't get to do, that's pretty amazing. And it's something that you can definitely pass on to your children as well. All right, so let's get into, you also host your own radio show. Can you tell us about it? We started a show about seven and a half years ago because we realized that the best way to communicate with people is via the radio. No matter what your social status is, you pretty much can get a hold of a radio signal here in Mississippi and many other places. And so we appreciate the the folks over at WMPR 90.1 who allowed us to 
did our own show. We've been there for seven and a half years now. It's called Reviving Mississippi. And we've been airing that show for several years, learned a lot again. But it's a, so we're kind of like a weekly town hall meeting to discuss issues that, uh, that are pertinent to the community. And that's important as well as I want to reiterate that you are running for the House of Representatives District 66. Okay, well, with your current political status, is there any final thoughts that you want to give to the listeners just to, again, you said folks to, to stay engaged in the process, no yeah. matter how disgruntled you are with your current conditions. As a generation, this is our moment in time and it's our space to do what's necessary to move our country forward. We can't just do nothing because we're disgruntled. We must affect the process and continue to affect the process and not just by voting. Your dollar is way more important than your vote. The Asians are the least voting population in the country the most economically secure population in the country. So we must couple all that activity, our dollar, our what we are doing our business at the altar, the courtroom, the ballot box, the bank teller. We, we, we must control all of the things that move our community forward and make us more solid. So just think if the, if, if the slave hadn't revolted. Just think if, if they just would have just said, you know what, it's going to be like this. We might as well just stay put. Our progress would not be where it is today. So if, I, if we want to somehow get out of this, we must continue to push forward and do things to make us more economically secure and to stabilize our families so that our grandchildren may be the one that breaks through the ice. That actually, you know, that may be their generation's point. So I just think that we should all stay engaged. Absolutely. And then one thing that you said that resonated with me. Asians do not vote. I didn't realize that until you said something. I'm like, you know what? I've never seen an Asian American vote. Wow. Get the money. Wow. That's something. Get the money, build families, build community. You're telling, you're telling it all. So <laughs> thank you, sir. All of your information will be included on in the description of the episode on my website at www.ladytspeaks.com. Once again, I want to thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And you are listening to Lady T Speaks.